This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Erin McGowan, certified personal trainer and got jelly arms from an arm day. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and fisherman sweater knitter. And you have found the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes information. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb, baby. Dumb, baby. Stanger, we got a, we got a real live guest today. This is huge. Yep, we uh, we intro him when we um, when we talk to him. So I, you know, we don't have to say too much. But great guest. Um, we're lucky he did the show, Prince EA. Um, guy's got a you know tons of different platforms, reaches millions of people, and uh, we had a lot of fun talking to him and truly inspirational. Yeah, I am am a better, I will be a better person after this podcast and you guys can watch, listen, I'm sorry, listen as the developments unfold. (laughs) I want, I want him to be my friend. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, I think you guys, I could feel the, like the bromance in, like I was there, but I wasn't in the bromance. And so as an outsider, I think you guys actually are. I don't know. You got, you got a, you got a lot of like, um, great question comments and mine were, you (laughs) know, he said that to you way more. And he even said it after like off mic. So, you know, he meant it. Um, I think he was saying that to to both of us. Look, uh, look. I mean, you you're know. just you're just nervous, and I, that's okay. You, you I think pre- he's friends. bringing he's bringing more to the table than I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you guys both are fucking nerds in terms of the fact that you are researching. You guys remember every single thing you've ever heard and read and learned about the body and the mind and nutrition. And I can barely remember, like, did I put on deodorant today? So that's what I'm saying. You guys were gelling and, like, vibing hard. And I think there's a potential for friendship there. You guys also both have saunas. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's great to find another sauna enthusiast in the world. He certainly is. And uh, a great guest. Um, we'll talk about it more on the show, but people should definitely check out his uh new podcast that he's launching sauna sessions a couple episodes up they're all great um and then uh you know look them up wherever you can find them we'll get to the plugs at the end of the show so uh thanks for tuning in guys and uh stay tuned for aaron and my talk with prince ea what's up everybody out there listening this is the dumbbells i am ryan stanger we got aaron mcgown and we want to get right into it because we've got an awesome guest today um rare for rare for the dumbbells we usually have a lot of just kind of out of shape comedy people come in and talk (laughs) (laughs) yeah throw them under the bus uh yeah so no no we have all different kinds all different kinds but today our guest is really special and we're so excited that he agreed to do this podcast and we feel lucky and privileged to have him here um he is uh renowned in the motivational space um there's millions of people that are, are are checking in to hear what he has to say um he's talked to all kinds of experts um in in pretty much every different field and has a 
a real kind of hunger and thirst for knowledge that's infectious. And I think it's kind of informed his own journey, which we're really excited to hear about. So please welcome to the weight room, the host of the new podcast, Sauna Sessions, among many other great things, Prince EA. Yo, what's up? What's up? Good to be here. Good to be here. Thank you for having me on the on the show. Dumbbells. Let's let's do this. I'm excited. Yeah, thanks for doing it. And you guys, if there was a way that you could peek behind the curtains and see the the Mickey Mouse operation that Aaron and I are running that Prince had to sit through yep. <laughs> to get yeah, this thing going. <laughs> yeah, zip it up, Bobo. We got to yeah. Hey, listen, very, I like to make fancy. myself I like to make myself vulnerable, and so look, everybody <laughs> knows. We're not technical people and, you know, got put on full display for Prince. So, look, yep. hey, you know, the bar's really low for, for you to succeed here, Prince. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, that's how I started, you know, and I don't, I don't think that, I mean, listen, you do you do what you got to do. Uh, you know, you work from where you are with what you have. Uh, yeah. You know, I started, my, my career started with a microphone inside of a shoebox, you know, makeshift. And I was reaching, you know, hundreds of thousands of people with that. So it ain't the it ain't the yeah. tech. It ain't the tech. It's something else. <laughs> yeah. No, you're so right. And so this is this is really cool. So while we have you, we're going to take full advantage. Um, and so we want to hear about your history and, uh, you know, a way that we can kind of, you know, pull it into the health and fitness space is it's definitely something that you have um, that you're in now and have always been from what I could tell, but, um, but people want to know and, and like to kind of know what, how you brushed up against health and fitness in your youth, where it kind of started for you. And it's, it's fine if it was one of those things to where it, it didn't, or you weren't interested and you didn't find it till now. And, uh, you know, even people that I, I know that you're into exercise now, but we've had people that aren't, and that's even helpful for people to listen to, you know, maybe why they're not. And then we want to get some, uh, you know, some advice from you for our listeners. And then we want to hear about sauna sessions um, and some of the amazing guests that you've had on so far. Yeah. I listened to the Robbie Robinson episode. You know, I, as soon as I saw him on there, I was like, oh my God, I got to <laughs> check that out. <laughs> so you can tell us a little bit about that. And then, uh, yeah, so let's just start back. So mm. where, where did you grow up and um, how did you get into to, to health and fitness at a young age or what mm. was your exposure to it mm. if, if any I love it I love this question because I've never gotten this question before so I have no way to answer it so that's how you know it's going to be from the heart and it's going to be true like m- most of the questions I get are about you know mindset and spoken word and music but Health, we'll get into health. that too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, health, health and, and wellness and fitness has been a huge part of my story. Um, I got into, well, you know, my dad, he was growing up, he was into it. He was a cop. Um, he also studied martial arts. So I had kind of, you know, that training when I was little. He studied Aikido. Um, and oh, cool. He, he was oh, also, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was also, you know, defensive tactics for like the law enforcement in St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis is crazy, right? It's like the most dangerous city in the in the U.S. And where I'm from, the his district, the North North City, was the worst area in the worst city. Uh, statistically, you know, when it comes to like violent crimes and wow. you know, all those FBI stats that come out every year, unfortunately, St. Louis always leads the leads the pack. Um, but you know, so learning from him, you know, being in the weight room with him, I developed this this interest in in working out. And you know, not having the best genes, you know, I was skinny. Well, I don't know. Let me not say best genes, but I was very slim, and I got teased a lot. 
And, so a uh, hard gainer, a hard gainer. A hard gainer. gainer, yeah, the ectomorph, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, we, me wanting to, to change my body, uh, to, to, to make it bigger, to build muscle, I became fascinated with that, um, and also athletics. But more so, how can I create, kind of like, you know, we mentioned Robbie Robinson, uh, and he, always, he looks at weight training as, as an art. You know, as, as Michelangelo or Picasso, you know, sculpted and painted, you can build your body in the same way. And I always wanted to build my body, you know, to look like a work of art, to look good. And that created more confidence inside of me. And, you know, my, my movement became better. And it's, it feels good to be strong um, and to, <laughs> to like what you see in the mirror. Uh, I think everybody wants to look good naked. And so I've I've literally obsessed uh, throughout my entire life with, okay, what should I be putting into my body? How should I be moving my body? What are the best practices? So so it all started, you know, as a as a young skinny kid in in the north north side of St. Louis wanting to uh, wanting to be more confident. That's awesome. Now, you mentioned your old man kind of getting you in the weight room. What was there? What kind of training were you doing with him? I mean, was it just. Was it the basics or was he having you do, um, was it to kind of inform the martial arts training or, or all of it? And then also um, nutrition. Was he was he watching what he was eating or? Or were you just kind of like filling in the gaps like what, with what you were like trying to build? Mm. <clears throat> yeah, so in the, in the early days, I had no idea nutrition was even a part of um, yeah, health. You know, sure. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't make that connection. I was, you know, I was a young teenager, maybe even earlier. And um, you know, we would go to the YMCA and we would we would lift. We would start with you know maybe like a cardio session. I might play basketball. I love basketball. I still mm-hmm. think to this day it's one of the best types of exercises you can do. Um, but you know, I played I played ball, and then I hit the weights with, with with that. And you know, we would do machines. We would do the Smith machine. We I remember we would do the you know the um, uh, the overhead press. Uh, yeah. You know, at the at the local YMCA, and um, and yeah, but but my dad, no, he wasn't he wasn't huge in the nutrition. Um, my mom was. Oh, cool. So my mom was you know she she's a nurse and so she was like totally into supplements she was into you know i remember i remember drinking you know soy milk and uh she would go to the health food stores and you know we would have like the aloe vera juice around and we would take you know these pills she would give us these pills in the morning to take i don't know what was in it but you know she (laughs) she knew (laughs) she knew we would take them um so it's so it's, it's, isn't it so crazy how much that has changed because you're you're a young guy and it's not that long ago but it used to be kind of fringe. Yeah. I mean you'd go yeah. to these you, you mentioned health food stores it's like any supermarket now has more than the best health food store you'd go to back then. I remember where I grew up it was a small town in Northern California. Well, necessarily, didn't necessarily grow up there, but I spent a lot of time there. And the town's kind of claim to fame was that the San Francisco 49ers would do their summer training camp there. And that was, for us, 
fucking crazy because there was <laughs> nothing going on there, nothing. And then it was like the world champion Super Bowl yeah. 49ers would be there. And the t- I think it was because it was really hot there mm-hmm. and the town was sleepy and they could just do whatever they want. There was no distractions. There's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. And I remember you'd see like Steve Young in the bank and it'd be like, holy shit. <laughs> and so we used to, my dad and I used to go to this health food store and we found out that Jerry Rice was in there and wow. he bought ginseng vials to go. take ginseng. Mm. And so, of course, like I was like, we have to get those, Dad. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I was like, you know, ten years old, like drinking ginseng because yeah. Jerry Rice did it, it's you know. But it was just, Ew. yeah, you're looking for the magic bolt there. But yeah, it was so. It's crazy now, and it's just like w- the benefit that we have of having access to all that stuff now. I mean, it's like your mom was in the healthcare field, so mm. she had a little bit of knowledge and expertise, and can kind of help you guys with yeah. that. But yeah. but it was you had to kind of step out a little bit to you know to get to to find that stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, she was she was totally ahead of her time, man. I mean, she was on top of it. Um, and you know, growing, it's important, you know, in those, as a, as a young boy growing up to, to be healthy and to, I mean, those years are important. Um, yeah. you know, especially now, man, with childhood obesity and the sicknesses that, that happened in our youth, you know, but she was, she was always a, a practitioner of holistic, uh, health and medicine. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you had it from like you had like the fitness side from one and then the health side from the other. I had yeah. bumpkins. You had nothing. And so this is just huh. like, oh my gosh, like what a cool like you probably didn't even know. Like you didn't realize kind of like that because no one knows when they're young what they're you know, but it's like that's such a cool thing to like step yeah. back and be like, Oh yeah, you had like one taking on the fitness, one taking on the nutrition, and bada bing, bada boom, yeah. just like that. Here yeah. you are. That's, yes. that's awesome. It's yeah. a good superhero origin story. It is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, it wasn't. It wasn't perfect. I don't want to romanticize. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 we definitely. I mean, I freaking ate. I ate McDonald's. <laughs> We had oh, Taco yeah, yeah. Bell, you know, a lot of the, the chili cheese burritos, you know, but, you know, we we Ooh, did yeah. what we could. And um, and yeah, man, it, my, I definitely attribute a It's funny looking as you grow older and, you know, you look back and and find that you've taken on the attributes of the people that raised you. It's, it's an yeah. interesting phenomenon. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Try mm. as you might to not take on things. Mm. It still happens. Mm. It's a- well, no, I mean, no question. And it's also, it's also important to mention that, that you had, at, you know, you were still doing the, the kid stuff of having fast food and all that because it, you know, it can feel, it can feel like a, a real barrier of entry and like, it doesn't, you don't have to live a monk like existence and force your kids right. to, but <laughs> some couple of good habits, you know, kind of early on going to the Y with your dad, your mom talking about vitamins and, you know, trying to get some vegetables in the diet, but you can still be a kid and, you know, eat a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good balance. It's a good balance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was just talking about this yesterday. What was your Taco Bell go-to order? Oh man, wow! Back in the day, I mean, listen, I love the tacos. I love the chili cheese burritos. It was simple. I could eat like four of those. I remember. I still like when I when I drive past a Taco Bell, I'm like, man, should I get a? Chili cheese? They still have those? I don't know, but but that was it. And then they had like the. The crunchy, the sweet chips. You remember those? Like the oh yeah, the, the they're like churros, but yeah. they're yeah, 
Yeah, the cinnamon twist. Yeah, cinnamon twist. Yep, that's what it was. So good. So good. Oh wow, those were so good. That was when you knew my dad was a pastor, so it was was, we would go after church on Sunday night. So it was like his Friday. And if he had a good day, we were getting those twists. If he had a rough day, Mm. you know, just the case of the end get on, you know. But (laughs) I was I was hanging out with my grandma. Uh, a while back and she was, you know, we, I'd go visit her and, you know, we'd go out to dinner and stuff and she, a couple restaurants we'd go to and she was like, I want to go, where's that place we go? The, the, the Mexican place It's really good. Mm. And so like, I was, you know, just thinking of like these sit down, like, oh, you know, like, uh, I don't know, the red onion or (laughs) Casamigas, you know, all these different places and we're running it down. And finally, after 50 (laughs) suggestions, I was like, Taco Bell. And she's like, yes. And I was like, sure. All right. If you want to go, I'll take you to Taco Bell. (laughs) whatever you want grandma yeah i couldn't even i yeah yeah she was just wanted some taco bell hey it doesn't matter if you're eight or 80 you know Mm. sometimes it hits what's the movie Uh, demolition man where the only restaurant that exists is taco bell in the future yeah they won the they won the fast food wars or whatever the franchise wars yeah yeah it's great so good yeah i would be happy if that was the case yeah, he saves like some high level politician and he's like, the guy invited me to Taco Bell, you know? And they're like, that's actually the best restaurant now. Yeah. <laughs> five star. Yeah, five star. Mm. That's a great one for physiques. Both um, Wesley Snipes and Sly mm. are super ripped in that one. Mm. Uh, okay, so okay, so we're, 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 we're plowing through the, the past there. So yep. you're exercising, you're doing martial arts. Now, do you keep up with the exercise? Is it something that you're taking with you to college? Mm. Um, you mentioned playing sports. Mm. Um, yeah, all, so all that stuff. Yeah. yeah How I does play, it follow you? I played ball in high school. Um, I mean, that was, that was really what I fell in love with, basketball. And so it wasn't as much... Um, weight training as much as it was, you know, me trying to work on my vertical leap, you know, so I had the shoes, the strength shoes. Oh yeah, big, I had those the, too. You know, you know um, yeah. and jump I was, soles. the jump soles and I was doing the, the plyometric stuff. Um, and that was cool. I never, I, I, I never, I don't think I've reached my peak as far as like jumping goes still. Like I could dunk, but I felt like, man, I, I wanted to do like windmills and like reverse and 360s and like the dunk contest is I think is, is happening mm-hmm. soon. Um, but, you know, so I, I just focused on that and, you know, just cardio and conditioning. But I really after after um, high school, when I got into to college, I really started focusing on, on bodybuilding, um, on really you know, the progressive overload, you know, the, the realization that diet is, is 80, 90% of the, the battle. So really, and I was still skinny. So eating 3000, 4,000 calories a day, going to sleep with a, a full stump, just eating until I cried. Like it was insane, which isn't healthy. I, I don't think it's healthy, but mm-hmm. I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta gain weight. I gotta, I gotta eat all these calories. Um, and so I was training, I was training hard, training heavy. I think it was, I uh, did like 12 week programs. There was this like YouTube OG. I think his name was like Lee Hayward or something like that. And like the Vince Del Monte, I would, I would mm-hmm. look at his stuff um, and just emulate these, these programs. And it was, it was barbells until I got injured. And then I'm, I, I hurt my rotator cuff. Um, yeah. And it, 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 it hit, it got me out for like, I was out for like nine months from lifting. And then I, I started studying the science of it, that it's not just, it's not just lifting the weight. It's really the, the mind to muscle connection. Um, and it's really exercise selection is, is so important. And, and 
and longevity. I really keyed in on that, um, building a healthy body for a long time, injury free, joint pain free. Yeah. Wow, that's great to get there at that age. Mm. You know, comes it can come late or not at all for people. Do you I now? You, oh, go ahead, Aaron. The injury though, the I think that did that kind of like give you the time to kind of get deeper into that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I started studying rehab, and then I started. I found this thing called prehab, and you know, I started doing a lot of. Um, Um, because, you know, I think what caused the injury was just the asymmetry. I was doing a lot of what's called like front deltoid work and I wasn't working the rear deltoid. So that imbalance created impingements. And, you know, it's it's super common. I think I think um, it's the one of the most common injuries for people who lift, you know, and you can hurt your you can hurt your shoulder just by closing the car door if you if it's not balanced. Yep. Um, And so, yeah, it it did. The the time, the downtime allowed me to to research more and to learn more. So for sure, it was a a blessing in disguise because I haven't been injured since. That's great. I haven't been injured since. I mean, and I think like. I think that's the thing that comes up with a lot of when we ask our listeners for questions like how do you stay motivated when you are injured, when you have like chronic pain, when you have a chronic injury, like all that stuff. I have a shoulder injury that I never have quite felt like it's like gone away. It just Mm. like casually lingers. And I, Mm. and so I like, and so hearing that you use that time Mm. to, instead of just being like never again or pushing through the pain Mm. and saying, I don't care. I'm going to not recover fully. Mm. So you taking that time and doing something really like proactive Mm. and learning. And now to like what you just said about, I haven't been injured since Mm. like, that's amazing. Mm. And I think, I hope our listeners get to hear that, like taking that time, it doesn't mean you're never going to be, strong again or you're Mm. never going to be like what you used to be that's like Mm. everyone wants to get back Mm. and it's like you're you're never back you're Mm. always forward Mm. and there's no going backwards and Mm. so like you taking that time i'm it's really cool i hope Mm. i hope our listeners get to really sink into that so well said you know um and it's it's really about that mindset that's that's really the, the the battle we have to face is you know, our own will, willpowers, um, the doubt that we face. And we just have to remember that, you know, as, as Napoleon Hill said all that those decades ago, you know, within every adversity is a seed of equivalent or greater benefit. So, you know, once once we realize that, that we can actually turn this into our favor, man, the sky's the limit. And so that's what I did. I, I, yeah, I studied um, because, you know, it's so much information out there. How do you find um, the right information? How do you find the correct information? And I was like, I got to study the people who, like the Robbie Rob, the people who've been doing it for so long. They must have some wisdom. Like I'm not, like even today, I don't, I mean, I look at like the younger guys on, on Instagram and I, I see the new models of the you know, exercises and, you know, all the, the berries, the CrossFit and all these different movements. But it's really about deciding what you want and finding somebody who's who's really, created a time-tested formula and following that mm-hmm. the, the it's out there we just got to find it and during these times of injury is when we can look yeah that's great I, I in one of your talks you guys were you were talking about it's easy to ask and spend a lot of time on why me like why did this happen to me mm. as opposed to just looking at what happened mm. and then what you can do about it mm. and so I mean, you could spend um, 
I mean, uh, you phrased it much more succinctly than I'm going to, but it was like, you can, you know, you could spend the same amount of time doing both. Like, what do you want to spend your time doing? Like focusing on why it happened to you or what the solution can be. And it sounds like you got that early on. Is that, is that some of where you started kind of, you know, getting into, you know, mind and in mm. the power of the mind, mm. uh, as far as a, a space worth exploring for mm. optimization and how to live your best life. Is it connected to those early days of bodybuilding or is that just a, like a, a reoccurring theme in your life? You think? Mm. Yeah. I, it's the, I think it's the foundation of every theme in my life. Um, understanding the, what's the proper mindset for me, it was, it was the depression. It was the, the, the misery depression. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is mental health. Right. So mm-hmm. understanding that, um, you know, if, if you want things to get better, you got to get better. I don't know. I learned that early on. Um, once I once I, I realized that every problem that I ever had or ever faced, somebody else had that problem, probably 10, 10 X, 10 times worse. They transcended. They went through the problem and they wrote a book about it. And all I'd have to do was find the book, you know. So I, I was a big reader. I was a voracious reader. I read everything I could, especially on mindset, on what's the proper mindset, what is the mind, where do thoughts come from, uh, questions that I, I was very introspective and introverted, as I think uh, probably a lot of bodybuilders are too, right? It's an individual sport, so you spend a lot of time by yourself, even though you might have a coach. You really have to get that connection with self. But um, for me, it was it was learning. Uh, it, it was it was through music, not being satisfied and fulfilled, at, you know, in my music career, even though on the surface, you know, I was I was successful. I was on the way up, but I just felt I wasn't happy. I, I wasn't fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I was I was I was playing a game. I was acting like somebody I wasn't deeply. And man, to, to live a life as a facade is no life that should be lived. They say don't be too good at something you hate. Or they'll make you do it for the rest of your life. Wow. <laughs> you know, and I didn't want yeah. that. So I, I stopped completely. You know, my music career was it was definitely on the up and up. And I wasn't fulfilled. Everybody just said, Prince, just keep going, keep going, keep going, man. You you just got in Vibe magazine. You perform with Ludacris and, you know, did stuff with DJ Khaled and this and that. And just something inside of me was just like. This isn't it. This isn't my my dharma. This isn't what I'm what I'm here for. Uh, it w- it was the stepping stone, and so mm-hmm. um, it was from there. My un- my my looking for happiness, my search for happiness, that I turned to the books on mindset, the psychology, the. Um, uh, the, the the spirituality from Taoism, Hinduism, Jainism, Buddhism, you know, the Christian mystics, the Sufis, everything. I tried to get my hands on everything I could. And then I realized that what the late, great Wayne Dyer said, and he said, when you change the way you look at things, those things that you look at will change. It's all you. It's all you. It comes back to you. So you can't pour from an empty cup. You got to fill your cup first, right? You got to find that Mm -hmm. peace, that fulfillment within. It's not out there. It's not in the awards. It's not in the accolades. It's not in the, the this and that. It's, it's really in you. It's, are you able to be at peace and content with where you are right now? You know, we what do they say yeah. we we want what we don't have and have what we don't want. But what if we wanted what we did have and didn't want what we didn't have? That's peace. That's happiness. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was those realizations that I think um, really led me on the career path that I'm on now. And they certainly helped, you know, in, in terms of um, building a healthy mind and body. Yeah. Uh, the, the Fascinating. I mean, it's interesting that you had that you slipped into that depression and, and the, the you know, f- 
feeling unfulfilled despite your success, which is really common um, theme for creatives. Um, yeah. It could definitely happen. And you, you know, you either find what's going to light you up or you don't. And oftentimes they don't. And that's why you see so many sad stories, you know, connected to people that are, that, you know, are creating, you think, wow, they, they have everything and you know why. And so it's great that you're able to break through and then, and find something that got you. Mm. And so, so while all this is happening, mm. what happens, what's going on with exercise? So we're, mm. we're, where do you, where are you at with it then? And like, what was going on? Were you still finding your way to the gym during depression or did you, mm. did you walk away from it? Yeah. You know, here's something I just told my friend the other day, I was training him. I said, you know, whatever's going on in your life, you always got the gym. And, yeah. and when you can, when you can really build it, the, 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 the form that you really desire, everything gets better. I mean, people, people who are healthy, people who, you know, who, who are in shape, they make more money, they're happier, they're, you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's really a confidence booster that I never, I never stopped doing. I mean, sure, there's, there's some ego and I definitely went through a body dysmorphia phase where I couldn't, I couldn't pass a a mirror without looking at myself and flexing and, you know, but I think once you. (laughs) That's like Aaron. Oh yeah, I can't. I have a mirror right next to me right now. I'm flexing all day. Well, and that's good until it's not, right? It's like, it's like, you know, the body is is a vehicle. You know, we want to take care of it. um, But every car breaks down, every car, you you know, you need an oil change. You need to, you know, do this and do that. And you can't drive it forever. You know, you've got a limited amount of miles on that car. So if you identify as the car, you're going to suffer. But if you identify as the driver, there's something within that vehicle, which is which is spirit, which is formlessness, which is energy. If you identify as that energy, you can't suffer anymore. You know, the body is something you can. It's, it's a toy, you know, and you want to make it look good and feel good. But, you know, it's not you. Um, you're something deeper. So to answer your question throughout mm-hmm. the the depressive states, I always knew um, I had the gym. And if I could if I could really build and, you know, I used anger, I used I, I think it's good to transmute that energy into something positive. If you're depressed, yeah. if you're angry, if you're sad, use that as motivation, use it as fuel. And I did it. I used it as fuel. Um, and I, I definitely stayed consistent. I mean, I wasn't, you know, six times a week, but I, I made sure I was in there three to four times um, mm-hmm. because because it was something I could control. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that's, you know, it's one of those things, too, and everybody can come at it from a different way. But, you know, you could be one hundred thousand dollars in debt. Mm. Uh, you might as well in shape. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just yeah. like, it's like, you're still going to be, you're still going to be in that debt, but it's like, well, what can you control? Well, you can, you know, you could take a walk around the block and mm-hmm. then right, right away that puts you in a better place. What's up, Bell Babies? We are interrupting our episode to talk to you guys about one of our best sponsors, Athletic Greens. Now I use this product literally every day. Stanger uses this product literally every day. And I started taking Athletic Greens because of the Dumbbells podcast. When I became a host, I got the hookup. Athletic Greens wanted me to know what I was talking about. And, you know, sometimes we get um, ads that I use the product, try it, 
and it doesn't become like an actual part of my daily life. That's where Athletic Greens shines. This has literally become a part of my morning routine since I started taking it. Okay, what is this stuff, you guys? Well, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of those things and probably more, you know? Okay, so like in the morning I get up, I try to have a little bit of water before I start my coffee situation. And while I'm getting all my drinks lined up, then I also get just like ice cold water. I put a scoop of Athletic Greens. And what I'm getting in this is I feel, I know that I'm getting good nutrients, but I also feel like a like a cool Instagram influencer. Okay. So that's, you know, that's hard to sell and Athletic Greens is doing it. But what that really means is that I feel like I'm starting my day off on a good foot. And hey, that lines me up for the rest of the day to feel like I'm making good choices. So try it if you haven't to get that like day started right. Now it is Lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto or paleo, vegan, dairy free or gluten free, you're going to be great. It contains less than one gram of sugar. So you're not getting like loaded up in sneaky sugars, which they can really get you in a lot of greens drinks. There's no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And it still tastes good. It like has this like mild, like tropical flavor that adds to the feeling like uh, you know, a fancy person. It also, I've noticed it supports better sleep quality and recovery. And, you know, I think I have like started to notice that element since I have taken out some of my other nightly routines. I have been able to see that a little more clearly. It also supports mental clarity and alertness. So, I mean, if you're looking for clarity and alertness, at least try it. Lots of people are taking some kind of multivitamin and it is important absolutely to choose one with high quality ingredients. And AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. And if you get a subscription, it comes with a year supply of vitamin D, which is also important, especially during the winter months when we don't get as much sunlight. Now, this is going to be expensive, Erin. I could hear you, okay? Listen, it costs less than $3 a day, which Stanger's joke here is it's cheaper than my cold brew habit, and I'm working on that, but it is. Uh, It's also cheaper than getting all the different supplements, like one by one. So, and think of it as an investment. You're investing in your body. It's all-in-one nutritional insurance. If you want more info, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, okay? So go read them. It's also, Athletic Greens is a climate-neutral certified company. So if you're worried about the environment, hey, 
You can just understand that in 2020, AG purchased carbon credits to support projects promoting old growth rainforests. And for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Bell Babies, it's me, Erin, again. If you're busy, okay, and constantly on the go, like me, you need to try Mosh. It is a protein bar made for your brain, okay? So we all know, the Dumbbell listeners, we out here trying to get our, our physical game on point. But all of our listeners also know the importance of being at the top of your mental game, Okay, even if we aren't always hitting it, we know the importance of it. We are busy. We have lives, jobs, you know, family, if you're lucky. And listen, is there always time to have prepped all of your meals, especially snacks? Okay, you guys know I'm doing this cut and snacks that afternoon time is like, If I have not prepared something, I'm going to find candy somewhere in my house. I will find it. I will drive to the store. This is where mosh comes in. Okay. So one, they're yummy. Okay. There's six delicious flavors. So that's easy. Each mosh bar comes packed with 12 grams of protein. And this is where that brain stuff comes in. Brain boosting ingredients like ashwagandha, lion's mane, collagen, and omega-3s. Okay, so it's 160 calories and only one gram of sugar. So mosh protein bars are the guilt-free snack your brain and body will crave. Okay, your brain is your number one tool, which is why Mosh Protein Bars were expertly formulated by top neuroscientists and functional nutritionists to support optimal brain health. Founded by Patrick Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver, Mosh is a mission-driven company with a portion of all proceeds donated to support women's brain health research through the Women's Alzheimer's Movement and Cleveland Clinic. So listen, if, if all of that doesn't hit at your heartstrings, then do it for the flavor and the low sugar and the protein. Okay. I'm telling you, they sent these to me. They are good. My husband got a few of them at 
which I was grateful to share, but also like, come on, these are for me. Um, <laughs> anything with peanut butter, I'm, I'm into. And uh, it really does, did come in handy for me in the middle of the afternoon after a busy day. And I really think it is very cool and special um, that they have the mission that they do and to help kind of fund that research that will go toward helping the women's Alzheimer's movement at Cleveland Clinic. So you guys, dumbbells, dumbbell babies, bell babies, don't settle for a mediocre snack when you can nourish your body and mind with the fuel it needs to succeed. So whether you're at the gym, on the go, or just living your best life, Mosh Protein Bars will keep your brain and body fit, fueled, and feeling good. So head to moshlife.com slash dumbbells to save 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack. That's 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack, which includes all six mouth-watering flavors. M-O-S-H-L-I-F-E dot com slash dumbbells. I know you've talked to Tony Robbins and he had this, um, you know, which is, you know, probably something that he picked up from somebody else, but it's, it's, it's worth noting where he talks about, you have these like a, like a Venn diagram and you have your, your circle of influence and your circle of concern. And so sometimes people's circle of concern. So all the stuff you can't control is bigger than their circle of influence. Mm. And that's, that's a bad place to be in because you feel overwhelmed. You don't know where to start. Mm. But if you look at your circle of influence, little things like, well, I can wash my car. Let me just wash mm. my car. Let me make my bed. Let me take a walk around the block. You do all that kind of shit as opposed to, you know, uh, you know, whatever your circle of concerns or, you know, stuff that seems insurmountable, the hundred thousand dollars of debt, mm. the feeling incredibly out of shape, mm. you know, where you don't even notice where to start. Mm. <clears throat> And if you handle your circle of influence, eventually they start to kind of like overlap wow. and then your circle of influence will envelop your circle of concern. The other stuff starts to take care of itself. But it's just because, you know, people often ask like, where do you even start? You know, if you have all this shit going on and if you just are constantly pondering the stuff you can't control, depression or, you know, feeling unfulfilled or whatever it is, as opposed to like you mentioned, little things I can go to the gym, I can do that. That's what I can control that. You're going to start to feel better. Listen, John Gottman, um, one of the foremost experts on relationships, he, he can he can sit with a newly um, engaged couple and with 90 plus percent accuracy within 10 minutes, he can tell whether that couple will be happily married or miserable and divorced. And he does that. How you might ask, right? How does he do it? Well, <laughs> he, no he notices the little things, the little things that the couples do, you know, the the appreciating and going towards one one person's emotional bids, right? Getting getting somebody a glass of water when you get a glass of water. You know, the the small things. And I think in life it's the same way. I read a book a few years ago that changed my life. It was all about this Japanese principle called Kaizen. And Kaizen is a Japanese term that translates to continuous improvement. Small continuous improvement. Uh 
I think in our world today, we think in order to be successful, you have to have these big dramatic uh, changes and movements and actions. But really, it's the small steps. It's the small movements. You know, hurricanes and tornadoes get a lot of media coverage. But termites, little tiny termites do more damage than both <laughs> of them combined. Yeah. Little bites over and over again. That's what that and in our life, you know, if you want to work out, just do one push up a day. Make that the finish line. Just one push up a day. Just put your don't even work out. Just put your shoes on. And doing that will start to change your brain, change your and, and begin a healthy habit. And when you're on the ground doing that one push up, you might do 10. Don't say you're going to do 10. Just say you're going to do one. And th- what this does is it tricks your brain because your brain naturally wants to procrastinate. Right. It was oh, it's too big. I can't do it. But if you make the finish line short. In walking distance, then you can do it and then you build a habit. And I think especially if you're in a low, a uh, low mood like depression, just focus on the small things and you'll see the small things make the big a big difference. Um, I'm going to finish with one story. Um, there was a, a coach uh, you might be familiar with him. His name was John Wooden. And yeah. John, John Wooden, he was one of the most winningest coaches in college basketball history. Um, and so when the college at college freshmen came to his practices for one week, he would make them do this one thing. And I ask people, I like, okay, what do you think he made them do? They say, oh, probably free throws, probably, you know, three man weaves, probably layup drills. Nope. For one week, John Wooden taught them how to tie their shoes. Wow. Be- because he said, if you can tie your shoe correctly, you can run up and down the court for longer periods of time without risking injury. The most winningest coach in, in NCAA history focused on the small things. And I think we have to as well. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. He's amazing. I mean, yeah, like, a, you know, fun, incredible amount of championships with UCLA. I mean, like unstoppable. Mm. And yeah, he has a bunch of like, you know, like anytime you read some great quote, it's like, oh, it's wooden. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, <laughs> he hated perfect practice. He's like, perfect. It's impossible. He's wow. not going to be perfect, you know. Wow. Wow. He's like, just practice. Yeah. I love the yeah. picture with him and uh, Kareem. Uh, you know that photo? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> so good. So yeah. good. So inspiring. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Uh, the photo. And I want to read a book by him now. So I'm going to. Nice. Um, nice. I've been doing a run a mile. I've been, I call it the chill mile club. There's like a, there's like a real mile club that's like you you can like pay money and you get in this club and you run a mile every day and you can walk it. It has to be under 15 minutes, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, my friend started doing it in um, January 1st. She uh, has been through a lot this past year. And it was like kind of her step in like kind of taking like one thing, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. And so I made the offshoot of called the chill mile club because I have a little bit of like, uh, what's that word? Um, Like I, 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 kind of got addicted to exercise so i have to do kind of the undoing of that Mm. so i so i have the chill mile club which Mm. is that i run a mile almost every day but not every day because that starts to go into that little Mm. vibe of mine and so um the chill mile club has been so fun and Mm. i have like a few friends that are now doing their chill mile club Mm. but i find myself being like uh, okay, maybe I could go a little bit further, a little bit, and I'm, I'm right now. I'm keeping it at a mile, but it, I like that. That it's, it's not one push up. It's a little more than a push up, but mm. it is like for me. It is 
because I like st- I, I really hate running. Yeah. Uh, I I try to not say that because I think that also does something to my brain. Yeah. But I I when I am like also mad mm. or really happy, mm. I have never run that mile so fast. Well, wow. I haven't as younger, you know. But um, <laughs> but mm. as an older person, mm. I it's it's amazing what it does. And then after I run it, I feel amazing. Yeah, and. I feel like I could conquer the world, which is funny because it is a mile. It's mm. not like a marathon. Mm. God help the world if I run a marathon, mm. but it does feel amazing. Mm. So I, you know, the it's just putting that one foot in front of the other, you know. Mm. Mm. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm definitely, I'm not a huge fan of, of running as well. Um, but I, I know I need to be. But every study, and I'm I'm a nerd when it comes to like sports science studies and all this stuff. But the, the research shows that jogging is better. I mean, if you, if you as far as when it comes to longevity, um, too yeah. too much is too much, right? I think exercise is a drug. Well, I don't think it is a drug. I mean, it's so many <laughs> so many side effects, mostly positive, but too much uh, mm-hmm. can can really. I mean, they've looked at the hearts of. People who've done, you know, these Ironman, these these really intense uh, running practices for years and their heart, their hearts have so many, you know, plaques and traumas on them. And they, a lot of them die early. There's a good TED talk on um, on how moderation is actually better than overdoing it because it exists on that bell curve. So I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's the little steps. It's the little things. It's really living a moderate, balanced life. You know, yeah, it's cool. I I loved your analogy about being the the driver, identifying with being the driver as opposed to the car, Mm. because I think that, you know, even even somebody with the the healthiest intentions that develops all these great habits and it's not it's not been like consistent in my life, but I've touched on that where I've like really been on a roll with something Mm -hmm. and you can start to feel like a little bit of a prisoner and -hmm. don't even realize how you got there to where it's like, well, I'm spending, you know, all this time at the gym. I'm, you know, obsessing over like, you know, meals and all this stuff in a way that's like unreasonable, unhealthy and unsustainable. And I really feel like a failure when I fall off Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, looking at more of a snapshot. Well, like how did I do over the last 10 days? And did I, you know, was a present for my family and that I enjoy myself or was there anxiety because I was worried about what to eat mm. and how do you yeah. free yourself from that and still maintain a healthy lifestyle mm. and it, it it's it's a constant balance and just mm. when you feel like you got it mastered mm. then it'll take something like you mentioned you know having like your rotator cuff injury or something that humbles you mm. where you're like okay well let's you know where was I wasting time or where was I doing things wrong? And mm. I've talked about it on the show before to where like you get a little injury or you have to dial it back a little bit and you think like, wow, I was probably spending a little bit too much time at the gym. I didn't need to mm. do it. I can get the same results doing a little bit less and maybe it's healthier for my heart. And like, wow, what yeah. do you mentioned the ad- adversity, you know, like what a gift this was. I wouldn't mm. have realized that. Mm. And so then you kind of like, you know, take the scalpel to, you know, the time that you're spending and kind of reformulate things. And, Mm. but it's this, you know, it's a constant balance. Like Mm. you don't, you know, you have to Mm. keep checking in with that stuff. I think, I think people, what I see, uh, the mistakes that people make, and even I can make (laughs) from time to time is really not having a clear vision of what you really want. You know, some, I think we live in a world where people think more is better. Mm-hmm. And it's not, especially when it comes to building 
health, building a you know a good. I mean, anything out, out of more than you know sixty minutes, you know, like I said, it has a, a negative, a detrimental effect. Um, so, I think it's really about clarifying your goals. Are you really um, working towards the goals that you want? You don't see if you if you're really trying to to look good and feel good. You don't need to necessarily be on like a powerlifting regimen or you don't need to be eating all these these calories. You know, it's it's an easier way to do it. That's more gentler on the body. And and, and speaking of gentler, um, you know, when you're stressed out, the body holds on the fat. You know, it wants to it yeah. wants to keep it wants to keep it. You have to be in a parasympathetic state in order to really reach the goals that you want. So stress is key. Is so key. And but I but I know all about being stressed out, you know, overeating, <laughs> weighing your food, you know, focusing on the macros. And I, I, I've been through it all. And um, is it worth it to go through it? Yeah, if you can get through it, um, you know, but I think when you when you can see it from on the other side, you know that you can achieve what you're looking for much easier and simpler if you're smarter. Let me ask you what what's the um what's the craziest thing cuz you do you take me as somebody that's a searcher and a seeker and uh like you know just constantly open to trying things what's the craziest thing you've tried either nutritionally or connected to health and fitness and it doesn't matter if it didn't endure or whatever you know like what's but like the wildest thing you know I, I love your questions man I never get <laughs> asked these questions <laughs> It's so good. You're on the dumbbells, baby. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, yeah, love it. Love the dumbbells. Listen, I have, um, I have literally tried probably every biohack, natural, natural biohack. Yeah. I've, I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on supplements, vitamins, minerals, um, probably over 10,000 hours of studying them. Um, the craziest thing. Well, one, maybe I'll give you a few. Um, a few to yeah, come yeah, yeah, off yeah. The, off the top of my head. Well, <laughs> I, I invested, I mean, I've, I've literally invested over six figures in health and wellness. I mean, that's not like LeBron. I know LeBron spends over a million plus a year on his, his body, but there's one machine. Well, what's that? What's that doing for him? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Just, just broke the scoring record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, he's so durable. What a, yeah. what a guy. So I, I have a machine. It's, it's a machine I think everybody should try. They have them in L.A. I'm in L.A. now. They have them at this Dave Asprey, who's like the guy who invented the term biohacking. He's got um, this place called Upgrade Labs, and they have these machines called ARX machines, Adaptive Resistance Exercise. And it's a, I, I have it in, I, I live in Europe, I live in Portugal and I have the machine there and it's an incredible machine. I mean, it's, it's unlike anything you've ever seen. It's about a $40,000 machine. Um, but you can do every, every movement pretty much on it. But the chest press, uh, let me explain how the machine works. So you're, you have a, you have a, a screen like a laptop in front of you. It's a, it's a computer and you can see your force output. You can see exactly how much force you're outputting in a graph. And then the machine, you have to fight against the machine uh, for the eccentric part of the movement when it pushes back on you. And it's 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 safe. Wow. Number one, it's really good for like, you know, elderly people can can use it because it's almost impossible to injure yourself. If you stop pushing, it stops pushing. 
Right. Well, uh, my grandma can't use an iPad, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She could, she could, okay. she could use it. She could probably use it. Um, but it, it, oh my God, this thing. That's I mean, awesome. So you don't need a spotter. So you, you can go spotter. literally to your absolute yeah. limit. Pa- past it. Past, past it. it. Because it focuses on the eccentric part of the movement. And the eccentric part is where the, the strength comes and the muscles grow. The, the real muscle damage happens. So this machine is... Uh, uh, it's, it's and it's often ignored by even the most fit people. You know, we yeah. all kind of bail on the eccent. You know, it's just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Wow, that's dope. That's dope, man. Mm, mm, and um, so you, it's, it's multi... It's like it's a multi-gym, so you can do all kinds of different movements on yeah, there. Yeah, you can do a lap pull-down. You can do... Um, chest press you could do um overhead i don't do overhead anymore uh we could we can go into that because i'm all rotatic i do i do lightweight but i don't really do much overhead but you can do uh you can do a belt squat you can do uh rolls you it's a it's an incredible piece of equipment wow um that i think everybody should try because i mean literally the studies suggest i mean this this thing builds strength like nothing else um it's, it's, it's fascinating, um, but it's also got a high freaking price point like most people can't sure. can't afford. But you can find local places, local gyms um, that might have it and you pay, you know, whatever X amount for a session. Um, so that's on the on the on the exercise side. I'd say that. that's awesome. That's like Rocky Four. That's what Ivan Drago was doing <laughs> yeah, in Rocky yeah, yeah. Four. Yeah. Oh my god! It's totally, totally, totally. Singer, we should try. We should go to this place. Yeah. No, let's, I'm let's for sure. It. For sure, I'm intrigued. I'd mm. love to try this. Thing. Mm. Awesome. Um, what else? Uh, so on the nutritional space, uh, what have I tried? Um, I'm a natural guy, so I've never done like the modafinils and all those, the limitless pill, like the nootropic stuff. But I love um, there's an Ayurvedic herb called Bacopa, and I try to take it every morning or before I have to do something that's, um, you know, it'll it'll take my cognitive abilities because it's just so good when it comes to focus. Um, I just heard about this. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, but there is this other thing that I that I took called uh, it's a nootropic called uridine, U R I D I N E uridine, and it is also very incredible. And when I took this, I was literally seven hours of just intense focus uh, on a on a particular task. It will it will literally. Have you you've seen the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. It was like wow. that for me. Yeah, yeah. It was incredible. Um, I so, wrote it down because I have ADD. I'm pretty sure, and I think this would be great. Mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, and that's another thing I'm a nerd in, right? It's like, how do we? Because it's not just, you know, the human body is not just physical; it's also chemical, right? So we talk about mental health, but do we talk about brain health, right? So is the, the is the brain? Uh, our levels of you know, serotonin, dop- dopamine, epinephrine, all, all of these different things, are they balanced? Are they in sync? And I think I think it's good to look. Um, and some of these nootropics, which obviously you should do a lot of research in and on, yeah. the ones I take are, are totally natural. They're not prescription or anything like that. But um, they can really improve. Um, and they're, they're big hacks, you know, if you want to. I mean, they're, they're doing them in, you know, Silicon Valley. All the tech guys are probably on them and if you want to enhance focus and really be a be a beast when it comes and even working out too right you can enhance focus when training so it's a lot out there that i've experimented with um 
now, though, my perspective is get a lot of the nutrients and minerals and food. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. but if you want to to take something, make sure you do your own research and take it sparingly. Um, anything artificially, like when when it's like when when a mineral is isolated in a, in a lab, uh, you don't have long term studies on it. I'd say proceed with caution. Yeah. Yeah, there was just something that came out about like riboflavin, one of the one of the B, a vitamin in the B complex. People were taking that in high concentration, mm. and then there were you know some increase in risk of cancer, you know, because it's just like yep. you're just not finding that in nature. Like you can't yep. just you know because they're isolating it, and then people are taking eating bricks of it basically. Mm. You know, mm. yeah, yep. overdoing it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I I remember. Um, I was trying to think of like one that I had done like a weird thing. And I I remember reading about like how Jay Cutler, Mm. when he won the Olympia, (laughs) when he was cutting was eating only orange roughy. It's kind of fish. Okay. And so, yeah. And you had to like buy it frozen. (laughs) And so like I bought a bunch of it and I would like, you know, of course, you know, didn't even look close to Jay Cutler. (laughs) It was not in any kind of Olympia shape at all, but I was eating like orange roughy and like stinking my little apartment up for no reason. And, you know, I did it for like, you know, months and months and months. And, you know, yeah. Did you make make some games? Uh, no, cool. It was like, it was cutting. I mean, I got pretty lean from it, you know, but yeah, Mm. but it was so disgusting. Lean from just having yes, fish of, anyway. Of course, that Aaron. Is. Of course, yeah. But it wasn't Jay Cutler's <laughs> orange roughy, so it didn't. It didn't matter. That's so <laughs> but funny. I was like so disgusted with it by the end. I would like you know like you know could barely like choke it down. But That's again, funny. you know something that was worth trying though because yeah. it's like I, I did it, and you know there's there's a little bit of some of those principles that I learned doing that that mm. I can apply to other things, and That's you it. know, That's it. yeah, it's an, it's an experience. And we can't, we also can't discount the placebo effect, right? Like totally. there was, there sure. was, there was that new, uh, you know, uh, Andrew Huberman came out on Rogan, like maybe almost a year ago about, uh, terkesterone. Um, you know, this, this, uh, terkesterone. I don't know it. I mean, Huberman is interesting guy. Huberman labs yeah. is his yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. and he's, yeah. he's a fun one to listen to in the kind of longevity space. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's, he's totally on top of it. In this case, I'm not sure if he was totally on top of it because he, <laughs> he kind of, um, it was a lot of hype around it. And once he talked about it on Rogan being like this natural anabolic, um, plant-based, almost ecti steroid is what they call it. Um, creating like strength gains similar to going on real steroids. Everybody started buying this stuff and there, there weren't a lot of studies on it. There was like one study that suggested, you know, that it could improve strength and then find out later that actually there's really no big benefit to it. Um, and in fact, a lot of this, but people were claiming, oh man, you know, uh, terkesterone, I, gained, I feel it. I gained three pounds, you know, and then because the placebo, man, you know, you're, yeah. if you take something, you push you, yourself a little harder, you go for it. You're it. like, I'm on this thing, that's I'm going to do it. That's and it. you pay attention to things because you're on, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and bringing it back to mindset too changes your mindset. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is going to work. I mm-hmm. will get better because it's because I'm doing this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like the Hawthorne effect, all that stuff. Mm. So, okay. So, uh, we're going to get Prince out of here pretty soon, but there's a couple of things that we wanted to do. We wanted to yep. see if you had any actionable, actionable advice mm. for our listeners. Mm. And this can be, so, you know, 
you've had this incredible journey with health and fitness that you shared with us that you're still on. Mm. Um, is there anything, anything, you know, little bite size, something fun that you learned recently, something that you picked up in your past? Um, mm. It doesn't have to be, you know, abstract. It can literally be like, um, oh, you know, like I found that if I, you know, work the eccentric movement, you know, whatever it is, as simple mm. as that, or mm. like, a, you know, so you can do, you can do exercise, you can do nutrition, you can do mm. mindset, mm. any of that stuff. And and then we want to talk about, um, I had a couple I had a couple questions about some mindset stuff. And then I want to hear about sauna sessions too. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. Let's see. Uh, what is a bite-sized thing that actionable? Well, let's talk about, um, because I'm always changing and trying to find out, um, the best morning routine, right? Like, you know, totally. you, you, you win the morning, you win the day. Right. So, um, what works for me, what has, what I've started recently is morning walks. Um, this is something that Huberman talks about. This is something that a friend of mine, Sean Stevenson, who's got, he's got the model health show podcast, one of the biggest podcasts in health. I had him on, him on sauna sessions and he says, without fail, he does a 10 minute walk in the morning. Not, man, you know, pretty much every, every single day without fail. And I started doing that and it's, it's truly, a, it makes a difference. Um, starting your day with that sun, it penetrates the eye. I think it's, it's, it's hugely, um, it, it just sets the day up right. But for me, not only do I just do a plain walk, I, I do what's called a gratitude walk or a thank you walk. So as I'm walking for these 10 minutes, I also try to say thank you to as many things as I can. So if somebody's walking past me, I, I silently say, you know, thank you. Thank you. You know, and I, I, I wish them well, you know, to the plants around me that I walk past. I thank you for, you know, this living organism for its beauty that many of us just walk right past without acknowledging. I acknowledge it. So this gratitude, which is is the limitless pill, I think, because gratitude improves every aspect of our lives. Um, it's right. It's the only emotion that can't turn toxic. It's it's uh, it's literally you can you can be sad and grateful at the same time. Yeah. And after you're grateful, it's hard to be sad. Um, so. That gratitude, the morning gratitude practice is key for me. I'm actually launching a gratitude journal where I put in my the best practices that I've ever learned. Um, I've had this kind of sitting on the shelf for two years and I was like, okay, I'm, let me put this thing out. So in the next few months, I'm going to launch an actual gratitude journal because I think it's important for people to, to start the day in the state that they want to finish the day in. And when you write, when you put your pen to paper, Something happens between the pen and your brain that really has this 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 deep connection. Um, so I'd say I'd say gratitude practice, gratitude walk. Um, first thing I put in my body is lemon water, and I just started putting some ginger into the into the drink as well. That starts it. Um, I do this weird Taoist thing to wake up, and I don't know if I, I can explain it. Uh, I love the, this to already the, to the listeners. Yeah. So I do this. It's called like the Taoist swing. And as I'm swinging my arms, I'm getting loose and I'm also waking up my organs in my body. So I do this swing in the morning and I also try to tap every part of my body to just wake it up to start the blood flow you know, my face. And man, this, you don't need coffee if you do this right. You know, you, <laughs> um, this is like, you're almost like one of those people at like one of those like, air tunnels 
at a car dealership. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, the, like a nope. Exactly. They use them in nope at the yes, end of nope. nope. Yes, yes, yes. That's like the Dallas of the arms mm. thing. That's mm. what I thought of for the listeners to get a visual. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And then I just do like a little squat. Like um, I follow this guy named Matt Fury who wrote a book a long time. Actually, my dad gave me this book. It's called Combat Conditioning. And um, I started watching his YouTube videos lately. And he he does just like a, he, he squats, right? He squats for like a minute, two minutes. Just body weight squat all the way down. And the nitric oxide in the body that's released is just immense. Um, so says he. So I've done that. And listen, man, it's, it's, it's a great way to start your day. It sounds like a lot of things, but I mean, this is like a, the 10 minute walk and then all these other things like 15 to 20 minutes to start your day and gives you the energy to finish it. So that's what I would give you. <laughs> that's beautiful. Okay, so you're telling me. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not pregnant. I want to mm. get pregnant in the next like six months. I've talked about on the show. This is not a shock to anyone that is a listener, but one of my biggest fears is having to give up coffee. Mm. So you're telling me if I wave my arms and I slap myself in the face. I don't need coffee. Is that what you're telling me? Ooh, that's a tough one. Prince, so it's, tell me it's gonna be okay. Well, it's, tell me it's gonna be okay. I love it. It's a it's a good question. You know, it's funny. I've never had a cup of coffee in my life. Um, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, whoa. But, but um, I think tea is good. Tea is definitely good. <laughs> you know. <laughs> A little caffeine oh and green tea. I yeah, <laughs> I am it's shaken good. to and, my core. And taking a nap, you know, we 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 don't realize the power in naps. You know, if you go yeah. to that midday slump and you take like a ten minute nap, like they've they've done studies, like your brain works better and you're more energized than if you had drank coffee. Um, so <laughs> look into it. I'm really. I'm, I'm, I, that's one thing I'm really terrified about. I'm like, mm. how crazy will my baby be if I still drink cold brew? But I, I'm going to try this and I'm going to let you know how it goes. Well, cold I'm, brew for your baby. Come on. You know. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't do cold brew for that my baby. That little fetus but. in there is going to be fucking going crazy. You got to, you know. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, first of all, Aaron, I think you have awesome energy and I think you're going to be a, a great mother. And um, no, Thank seriously, you. like I can just like Thank your you. your energy is just so, so authentic. Um, but, you know, coffee, I don't have much experience in drinking it. I know it can be addictive. Um, so yeah. that 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 chemical addiction might be something that's, you know, might be tougher than just, you know, doing smack in your face. But and, yeah. I, hey, I'm I'm happy to hear another uh, an option. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I have to wean myself down. Uh, that's just yeah. bottom line. Yeah. But. Knowing, okay, let's try this. Let's see what I can do. Because mm. I'm not I'm not mad at this situation. Let me wanna, try it. I, I, I want to have a healthy baby. Yeah. I want to do everything <laughs> Prince does. I want to, like, be in Portugal and, like, talking <laughs> no. to, doing all that, like, being, like, ripped and, like, working on, like, freaky machines and stuff and know about all the nootropics <laughs> and everything. Let's do it, man. Let's spend some time together. 
Let's do it. I mean, I'm like, come to Portugal. I'm like hooked. I'm like lemon water, ginger. I can do that. I have, yeah. <laughs> I will say the days I have put lemon in my water, like hot lemon water before mm. I have my coffee, I feel so much better mm. than my husband. I feel like mm. I'm a, the best person that has ever been alive. Mm. I'm like, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. <laughs> That's the walk I have gone on. Is I'm like, so I'll, I'm going to switch it up. I'm it's a little make, different make than the, the gratitude walk, the I'm better than you walk but yes, you know I have my lemon water I'm better than that that's hilarious um okay so so you know what what, what I find really interesting about what you're doing now mm-hmm. Prince is that there's Aaron and I have talked a lot about on the show and it's really cool to see that there's this, this movement movement towards longevity. People are thinking about like health span versus lifespan, you know, not only in, you know, living longer, but also like having a higher quality of life. Mm. And I think, and there's tons of great resources for that and podcasts and people talking about it. And it's really exciting. You know, people talking about nutrition and supplements specifically and chemicals and hormones and all that kind of stuff is great. And what I love that you're doing that you've added to it is that you're pulling the mind into it mm. because, you know, you mentioned earlier, you know, this kind of exciting equipment and, you know, pe- everybody should be able to access that stuff, but yeah. some people can't, but yeah. everybody has a mind. And so mm. what I love about what you're doing, and I, I heard it on your show is it's like, well, this is something for everybody. We all have a mind. And, um, and how can people pull, use their mind? We talk about optimization a lot. How can people use their mind to optimize their health and fitness. Mm. And so if you're not motivated to exercise, Mm. why are you not motivated and what can you do about it? And that's Mm. what I love about what you're doing. And Mm. I think it's really cool. And I think it's an important space to be in. And I haven't seen really anybody else do about it. You'll hear some kind of ancillary stuff or abstract stuff about meditation, Mm. right? It works. And then that's the most anybody really says about it, you know, as opposed to just, you know, if Prince is a great follow on Instagram and all that, because he gives like these great facts and quotes and stuff and stuff that people should try and, you know, mantras and things that you can say right away that, you know, I I think will really help people. And so, and I think that you're doing that with sauna sessions. And so tell us really quick about it and, and, um, the origin of it. And then, uh, you know, what the plan is for it in the future. And so I I can say that it's, you know, he has these experts and incredible people on there and they're in a sauna together talking (laughs) Um, and then they move out of the sun and then continue the conversation. But it's really, you're giving these people a platform to talk and it's kind of mm. cool to hear you, you know, learn, cause you're asking the questions you would want to know. Mm. And so you're learning and then the, the listeners are learning as well. And we mentioned Robbie, um, Robinson as his, f- was his first guest that he had on, mm. uh, you know, a legend in bodybuilding. And so, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hell of a first guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Look yeah. him up. 76 years old and more ripped than any of us. Yeah. Robbie's cool. He's cool. And he's, he's all about the mind. He's like, um, you know, people think bodybuilding is just this, you know, brute force thing where you're just trying to move the weight from one place to another. No, man, it's, it's really a cerebral, it can be a meditation. Um, you know, Arnold used to talk about putting his mind inside of his bicep as he lifted, as he curled it. You know, most guys are just, you know, lifting fast and trying to, okay, they're, they're doing the reps. They're counting the reps, but they're not really making the reps count. So I think it's so important to use any type of training you're doing and really embodying it, trying to really feel what you're doing. 
Um, so I wanted to, to, to say that one thing. But sauna sessions is, uh, yeah, it was this crazy idea I had a few years ago to, you know, I love the sauna. The sauna has so many health benefits, uh, including, like you said, longevity and extending life, um, lowering mortality. It's, it's, it's literally incredible uh, healing, uh, healing modality. And I've had a lot of good conversations with strangers that I just met in the sauna. Uh, and so I was like, OK, what if what if there was a podcast in the sauna? <laughs> and uh, it was a crazy idea we pitched. And now we're doing it where, you know, I'm, I'm bringing in some of the some scientists, celebrities, just generally cool people. We're talking about healing um, and, and what we can do to heal ourselves, because it starts with ourselves before we can heal our communities and our world. So uh, I brought in yeah, Robbie Robinson. He was huge. Loved hearing his story. Uh, I the had hypnotist was the awesome. Hypnotist, I, yeah, yeah, Marcel. Uh, we just had uh, Lewis House, who's got uh, the School of Greatness podcast. We had uh, one of my favorites, Jack Cornfield, who's like, oh, man, he's like. Dalai Lama certified. He's, you know, he, he changed my life and like his books, uh, were incredible. So he got in the sauna with me. I wasn't expecting him to, him to get in the sauna, but he got in the sauna <laughs> with me and we were sweating. He's, he's, he's Robbie's, he's like 77. And, uh, but he's, he's just so, he's, he's got the energy of a child. Um, you know, he's so playful. Um, and I think, I think play is so important not to go on a tangent, but, and if, if we, we talk about, you know, eating right and exercising, but if you're not playing, you're missing out on one of the biggest yeah. health hacks, <laughs> you know, laughing and playing is, is so crucial and so overlooked. Um, so sauna sessions is, is everywhere you, you get your podcast. Uh, we're, we're going deep. We're, I'm putting people on the hot seat. We're having fun. We're listening. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, <laughs> and, and the at, literal hot the, seat. The literal hot seat. Um, and then after the sauna, so we do, we do 20 minutes in the sauna and then 20 minutes outside the sauna. We have like a spa session where we drink coconut water and we rehydrate. Um, and we have like a foot bath and we wear robes. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's a cool experience. It's, it's visual and it's, it's auditory. And I'm super excited to, to continue doing it. And yeah, anybody I would, I would love to hear your feedback because this is a new platform for me. Um, you know, I've done the video thing for over a decade and now I'm getting into audio and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And the video thing you've done really well. And so it's, it's cool to see you coming over here and, and, and doing this yeah. and people should definitely, should definitely check it out. It is cool too, because you know, the, like you mentioned, you know, being asked different types of questions <clears throat> because you're such a seeker, you're asking these people interesting questions. And then also the fact that they're in a sauna with you and then doing the spa stuff afterwards, it gets people off their talk points a little bit. And so you might get something that you wouldn't normally get, you know, yeah. there's a way that you kind of, you know, present when you're on TV or, or, you know, whatever it is that you're, you know, that you, you hit these certain like levels. And it's, of course, people want to hear if you have somebody on that normally talks about this kind of thing, that's, mm. you know, that's why people are tuning in. So I think you get all that stuff plus something else that you've, could never anticipate because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you're sitting there sweating together and then, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then rehydrating and all that, you know, so it's, it's cool. You know, I think people have revelations, you know, mm -hmm. and that's, that's, that's fun to kind of, you know, witness and experience mm -hmm. and be a mm -hmm. part of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 I mean, 
A sauna? Like, Stanger loves a sauna. Yeah, I'm a sauna freak. I got one in my backyard. He's a sauna freak. Nice. I have been to maybe two saunas in my life, and I am in and out. I I have to set a timer for, like, I can, the longest I've been able to go in one is, like, eight minutes without, like, like, feeling like I'm going to like blow up like from the inside you know (laughs) i blame it being on being a redhead i think we feel things more (laughs) than uh others Um, yeah i mean you're a walking recessive gene (laughs) walking recessive gene trying to stay alive my body's like no 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 we need you here you're rare so that's why but so i'm thinking about being in there for 20 minutes Mm. god only knows what i would say you know what i mean like at eight i'm already going nuts so like eight to 20 you're getting some crazy ass shit that's what i'm saying so in, in have fun enjoy it and man i want the pet the the foot bath part that sounds amazing yeah yes yeah, nice. prince is very um hospitable to his guests and he checks in on them and makes sure they're they're hydrated afterwards and all that kind of stuff and yeah yeah and we're like see you never love you bye <laughs> Yeah, if you do Prince's show, you get, you know, you get taken care of ours. You get, you know, taken through the ringer on technical stuff for, you know, an hour before you start. No, it's all love. I felt nothing but love here. It was so good. This is, this is great. Really, really. Oh, well, that's so great, man. uh, We cannot thank you enough. People should definitely check out Sauna Sessions and everything that Prince EA is up to. Tons of cool stuff. Follow him on Instagram. It's a total blast. Really, I mean, really like fun, interesting stuff. And you heard a little taste of it today, you know, the stories and, you know, obviously, and you know, incredibly well-read. It's nice having somebody like you that, uh, you know, digest the information for me and then I'm like oh yeah <laughs> I can, you can read the whole book and then I, you give me like a couple of good quotes from it I'm like yeah Spark I get notes. it I, yeah <laughs> I'm involved somehow um, Prince is there anything else that you like to plug um no that's about it just um you know sauna sessions I think is the big one right now stay tuned but people can also follow me on on Instagram and YouTube Instagram is Prince underscore EA YouTube is just Prince EA um, yeah, yeah. Stay, stay tuned. And would love to hear feedback too. You know, like I love the, um, hearing from people, you know, really engaging and, you know, telling me what I can do better and also what they're enjoying so that we can continue to, to improve. That's great. So give Prince feedback, uh, leave us alone. We, no. Yeah, we're, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> You can send us an email at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. If you want to send us a flex, if you are proud of yourself, send it over to us. We'll read it. We got one of those episodes coming up. Yeah, we like, we like, uh, we're, you know, sometimes people can um, uh, exhaust their friend group by, um, you know, talking about their achievements or in the gym Mm -hmm. or exercise. And we we like to create a safe place for people to brag and show off. And we're we're the mirror that you can flex in basically, you know? Yep. Walk by flex. We'll tell everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You can get us on all our socials. We're at the dumbbells on all of them. We got them all. IG, Twitter. IG is what kids call it. Twitter. Facebook, another really young, youthful place to hang out. <laughs> Friendster, Do we have a TikTok stinger. We got. I don't know. I think I. I think I got it. I don't, I, we're not. We're not putting anything on there. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Let's try it. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, 
On behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we are the Dumbbells and our amazing guest today, Prince EA. We would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. That was a HeadGum Podcast.